Through the internet's message board. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And every week we allow the internet to choose for us a random internet message board. I said that already. Uh, a random subreddit. Uh, yeah, there it we, is. Yeah, and we explore <laughs> that topic in some way that usually involves just being assholes. Uh, I feel like so... the wheels really came off that introduction this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, we got there. We started the show. It's fine. I, you know, I really haven't, still haven't really committed mentally to this episode, so we'll see if that picks up at some point. But. <laughs> so when you asked if we were ready, you meant you weren't ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I suppose that's true. Well, Louisa's drunk an entire bottle of NyQuil moments before starting. <laughs> so we're on a timer here. <laughs> yeah, the show is going to get slower and slower as it goes on. She'll fall asleep at like minute 20. We had technical difficulties ahead of time, so I was like, well, if we're not recording a show, I need to take some drugs immediately. Yes. As soon as Jeff is like, I'm not sure if I'll be able to record, Louisa slams an entire bottle of NyQuil. Yep. Like, well, I guess I'll get to my night- nightly ritual of this entire bottle of NyQuil. <laughs> nyquil ritual, no? Mm, yeah. uh, can you cut that joke out? And also your whole vocal track. <laughs> no, I'm going to loop it. I'm going to loop it over and over. It's just going to play under the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be your punishment for singing all of that Smash Mouth song two episodes ago. You change uh, uh, Escape to If You Like Nyquiladas. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Mm, no. <laughs> No, Rupert. sorry. Can you delete that joke also, and also no, all up. of Louise's <laughs> vocal up. track? Shut up, Jeff. You're getting you're getting real fascist on this podcast. <laughs> I want this episode to just be me reacting poorly to other to things that the audience can't hear you guys say. <laughs> but that's for the bonus no. episode. <laughs> yes, the bonus really episode is. The bonus episode is just the raw audio of one of the three of us. <laughs> just Jeff's disappointment. <laughs> just, yeah. nah. uh, uh, mm, I didn't like that one. Yep. Mm, no, I didn't like that one either. Mm. Well, an audio commentary for an audio podcast. <laughs> like, oh, I remember when we made that joke. <laughs> just layer this audio track over the other audio tracks and enjoy. No, oh, this is the one where we talk about uh, Captain Transylvania for 15 minutes. Yeah, He's oh, yeah, that's hit. still funny. I hit nope. property, Captain Transylvania. Yeah. So before we get into the uh, the Reddit, we usually like to talk a little bit about what we've been up to this past week, specifically we? related to the internet. Yeah, we, I, we usually just kind of BS about nonsense. I mean, nominally, we're talking about what we're up to. <laughs> oh, I forgot that we're still maintaining uh, the conceit of segments. Listen, we got to have some kind of structure because we are already going off the rails so bad. <laughs> there needs true. to be at least beats that the people can follow so that they don't just hate us. Where we're nonstop. going, we don't need rails. Mm, no. <laughs> no? Not that one. no. Did he say that at the end of Back to the Future 3? Because he should have. No, I don't think he did. Because he had the train? Yeah. I think it flew. 
I think his last line has already been there. That to the future, right. to the future, I guess. Because they talk yeah. about something. Mm. Yeah, Marty McFly's like, "Where are you going next? The future?" And then he's like, "Already been there." And then he puts on sunglasses, and then the Who plays, and then they solve a bunch of time crimes. I think. <laughs> okay, oh TM. We need to steal this idea. CSI to the Back future. To the future graphic novel. <laughs> that would be kind of a great crossover. Back to the future CSI crossover. I'd watch it. Uh, it'll be better than. The recently greenlit and director attached 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover film that is happening. Wait a minute. That's, wait. <laughs> is it related to the recent 21 Jump Street with Jonah yes. Hill and Yes. It is Tatum? Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, and Aliens and the Men in Black. Oh, man. Are they going to be human police officers pretending to be alien high schoolers? Because that sounds oh my kind God. of amazing. That's super complicated. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hope like going to an alien high school pretending to be alien high schoolers to bust like intergalactic drug smuggling. That sounds great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh man, it doesn't sound that great at all. That sounds so good. What no. if the Men in Black have to work with normal police? And by normal police, I mean the like undercover unit that for some reason works out of like a church that Ice Cube lives in. I didn't see those movies. <laughs> I did. They were pretty good. And you're right. He does. He okay. Does work out of a good. <laughs> the first one was good. I haven't seen the second one, but I'm not sure that I understand why they, how that fits together. This sounds like, is there such a thing as slash fiction, but instead of fictional characters making out, it's like whole franchises making out? Is that possible? Those, is that a thing? Those are just called crossovers. <laughs> I think they call that crossover fiction because it's not a, you know, not creative. They're not creative enough to make their own thing. I thought crossover fiction was like fiction that appeals to multiple demographics of people. No, that's crossover hip hop. No, nothing. Anyway, so on the internet, this cut out Jeff's audio for that one. Uh, Yeah, can you cut out my entire vocal track? Actually, just release fifty-seven minutes of blank audio. One thing I learned from re-listening to our old episodes this week is that I love bleeping out things, which I only did in that one episode. But my God, it's hilarious. So if we could pick, if we could pick a word to bleep out from this episode, I would absolutely love it. Oh, man, what, what word did you bleep out last time? Well, if I say it, then people will know, unless oh. I bleep it out this time again. Yeah, that's will true. Well, I don't do know what word you bleeped out. You would if you listened to your episodes, <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to a podcast that I'm on. That's egotistical. <sighs> I think you have to do it, actually. I think that's something you should do. Yeah, it probably, but... Uh... So anyway, on the internet this week, I... Uh, I downloaded a new game that just came out called Stardew Valley, oh, which man. is so good. Uh, it is basically a like a spiritual sequel to Harvest Moon, the original Super Nintendo game. Uh, and the thing that I really hate about Harvest Moon is the fact that all of the sequels to Harvest Moon became infinitely more complicated and like impossible to parse. Things that maybe make sense to the Japanese audience, but are impenetrably complicated and, like, (laughs) just bizarre happening in those games. And then, like, magic came in super hard and didn't make any sense. And, like, 
by the end of that series, it's 3D and there's 900 people you can marry and it's just impossible to follow. So I'm really excited that Stardew Valley is back to, like, I plant things and I have cows. (laughs) Yeah, I really like Harvest Moon 64 a lot, but after that, like... Everyone they introduce right away as a main plot thing. You have to, like, seduce the goddess of nature. Uh, Whereas the, like, magic elements in Harvest Moon 64 are kind of hidden secrets, and you have to discover them by, like, playing games. And mostly it's just this provincial town, quiet village. Even Harvest Moon 64, didn't it have, like, 3D, like, not 3D, obviously, but, like, that wireframe... Uh, graphic style. It had like the Mario Kart 64 style where this it's yeah. like pre-rendered 3D graphics in an isometric view. That was a time in video games when people couldn't restrain themselves from making things into that kind of graphic style with yeah. all the polygons. Yeah. Yep. But like <laughs> Harvest Moon works so much better when it's on a grid because that's the whole fucking point of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think 64 I think 64 was still on a grid it was just like it was not quite the fully 3D of the later later games but also there's a generational gap here where I love Harvest Moon 64 and you think that it's a betrayal to the original well, I guess it's just because I like things that are good, and you like <laughs> trash that was thrown out to please millennials. Yeah, well, you're also a millennial. Yeah, I guess so. I'm on. I'm on the cusp. I'm the one year that's between Generation X and millennials. And that's well, true. I'm but uh, X, so fuck all this. Louise is from the Pepsi generation. She doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so I guess we could say that our show is a crossover hip hop. Is Yay, that what you said? We did it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Please frame. Start the song. Oh, Freeze Frame is a great song. Hold on. That's a no. good song to That's end forcing on it a little bit. That song. No, no, no. <laughs> what? Play uh, is... Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by uh, Jefferson Starship? Mm, that's that a little right? too. I like Freeze Frame as Yeah, Freeze Frame is much better <laughs> okay. than anything by Jefferson Starship or Starship. Keep it airplane, thank you very much. And when you say nothing's gonna stop us now, all I can think of is the Perfect Strangers theme song. Oh, I okay. all I can think of is uh uh oh what's the stupid uh Muse? Knights of Sidonia? That's the one. You know the one. It's in Guitar Hero Three. Oh, it had that crazy video with laser swords? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you okay. guys are talking about Star Wars again. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh yeah, and then the uh the little blonde guy is kinda like this um, anti-sexual uh, laser sword being who keeps saying father in a really creepy way. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Luke and how creepy he is. <laughs> he is very Oh, okay. Creepy. I guess so. So I guess the point of all this is that the words to the Imperial March are nothing's going to stop us now. Yep. Nothing's gonna stop us now. We are the Empire of Darth Vader. That sort of makes Darth Vader into more of a, like, upbeat, like, positive, posi-core figure that I really like. I don't know. Unstoppable is not necessarily a positive trait. No, but I like the idea that, like, to pump himself up, to give himself some kind of confidence before he goes and harasses people, he needs to listen to that song. 
<laughs> I think okay. mostly he just um, thinks about the, his wife that he murdered and his friend that he also murdered and all those children that he murdered. And I think that just really gets his blood pumping. I think that I would like to believe, tying this back to the emo thing from earlier, that he's, like, super bummed, and so he has to listen to his theme song and, like, you know, dance around his room and hit a punching bag or something before he goes out, so he's like, yeah, I'm ready, yeah! By emo thing from earlier, you mean that thing we talked about before we started the show, right? Oh, did we? Yeah, we that was off now. the air. That's true, yeah. we could stick it in at the end as, like, a, like a bonus. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it'll be a real letdown after we've hinted at it like it was so great. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> Louisa, tell us a recipe for rice that you found on the internet. I am terrible at cooking rice. That's something I've never been able to do right. It always just get a rice fun. cooker. Yeah, I have a rice cooker. That's Ugh, the way to go. Yeah, the I've secret is you it. have to rinse the rice really well first so that it yeah, doesn't Yeah, that's have what everybody all... says. But have you done that? Because I haven't. Yeah, it never no. helped even a little bit. You have to rinse it until the water runs clear. Yep. And then you put uh, twice as much uh, water. Like you do a mm-hmm. cup of rice and two cups of water and mm-hmm. a little bit yep. of salt and oil. Yes, I've done all these things. When it, it hits a boil, out. you turn it down and you keep it yep. covered the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, guys, you need to stop telling people how to make rice on this fucking comedy podcast. I'm trying to figure out why she's so bad at it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why you spent... recipes, like, hidden within our terrible uh, rants about things. I'm trying to figure out why you guys spent literally two and a half minutes with no jokes describing how to cook fucking rice on our fucking comedy hey, no, podcast. I didn't the one even pause to allow time. me to throw in a joke. I had a great joke when he said the water runs clear about, like, you know, Scientologists and stuff, but you didn't even pause, you fucking assholes, ruining this goddamn podcast. You know, you can put pauses in instead of having a meltdown. Someone's not being very clear right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just blame it on my thetans. That is Scientology, right? Yeah, yeah they have the okay. body thetans and you go clear. They're stacked is up it... around a volcano, I believe. Is it thetans and not thetans? I don't I know. It was I didn't watch okay. that movie. I thought Cause... it was thetans, but you guys both say it's thetans. So I think everyone can pronounce it however they like. Okay, I don't, like, maybe I should send apology notes to my circle. Is it a circle? Is that what <laughs> the cabal? people inside? <laughs> is it a cabal? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Is it Kabbalah? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Tie red think... strings around your wrist if you're gonna clean rice. <laughs> what the fuck That's a Kabbalah thing. Don't you dare! I know. I know what you're saying. It just oh, man. I don't know anything about Kabbalah except people say that Madonna likes it. They did an Oh No Ross and Carrie about it that I actually learned a lot from. About Kabbalah or Scientology? Yeah, the Kabbalah one. Mm-hmm. They're doing Scientology now. It's super scary. Yeah, I haven't listened to those yet, but I will. All right, so are we, uh, did Louisa, Louisa, you didn't say anything that you were doing on the internet. We just talked about how you're bad at rice. Yeah, I did. Yes. I started. I said that the crossover movie, the Men in Black and- Oh my God, Jeff, you're making me insane. (laughs) I didn't remember any of that. (laughs) The 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover movie is the thing I saw on the internet. (laughs) You didn't preface it with that, though. Yes, so I how did. Are we to... I totally no, you did. did not. No, you did not. You I did absolutely not. did. Jeff, when your perception of reality is different from everyone else's, you're the crazy one. I for sure was like, speaking of, I saw a thing on the internet. It was this movie. 
I said it. No, you I did, did not do that. Audience, <laughs> write to Matt on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot and tell him that he's a wrong dumbhead. You realize that I edit this so I could just cut that out if I'm wrong, right? <laughs> well, audience, never mind because you're not hearing this. <laughs> no, I mean I'll cut out. I'll leave this part in. I'll <laughs> cut make, out the part where crazy. I was wrong earlier. Oh, I see. Well, no, now they'll know because I'm going to keep referencing it throughout the episode in a way that you can't uh-huh. remove. Sure. I'll absolutely remember to do that. You remember the episode a few weeks ago when you said you were going to put in five references to Achy Breaky Heart and you never <laughs> mentioned it again? <laughs> Listen, I don't remember anything from 10 seconds previous. I have yeah, a fish memory. Neither do I, obviously, because every time you tried to tell us what you talked about on the internet, none of it made any sense. Uh, you like the crossover thing? And I'm like, oh man, what on earth is that? <laughs> we spent uh, a little while talking about it. That's true. Yes. Tell us. Okay, Louisa, <sighs> tell us a thing you did on the internet. And if it is a recipe that has no jokes in it, I swear to Christ, I will come through the internet and choke you to death. Listen, you sons of bitches. <laughs> there is no precedent of me just talking about recipes. You guys keep trying to put that on me. Like, that's my character trait. <laughs> yes. It is. But Jeff legitimately <laughs> did spend two full minutes describing how to make white rice. I was trying to, to figure out early. where she was going wrong. Yeah, but you didn't. No one can help me. And, and maybe that's a conversation that should be taking place when you're not recording a comedy podcast, Let's asshole. No, it's fine. It's also podcast. an educational podcast. <laughs> Let's start recording our food podcast at the same time as this comedy podcast, and then you can just edit them out separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pod- oh my god, stop comedy filibustering. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Go you ahead. Said you took a nap, but I feel like you really need another nap. You're really it's like a very nap. angry nap. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of caffeine, so that happened. Okay, this week on the internet, not much for me, although I did enjoy all the Max Fun bonus episodes of podcasts that came out for Max oh, Fun. Yeah. I am very excited about them. I really yes. liked that Adventure Zone. That was very good. Uh, it's weird because it had such a different tone than the regular, like when Griffin is uh, yeah. is GMing. Yeah, it was a little more serious, which is interesting, because um, like they kind of had played more toned down characters. Anyway, you guys should go donate to Max Fun uh, and listen to mm-hmm. the thing we're talking about, so that we're not just making inside jokes. <laughs> yeah, the Max Fun drive hasn't actually started yet, I don't think, but when it does, oh man. You should go donate, probably. Yes. I got it's my... Um, slash donate. I got my MaxFun uh, jar opener in the mail. Yeah, I got one of those, too. Pretty great. I'm using it as a uh, mug uh, holder right now. You're melting it to your table <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> no, I only donate at the $5 already. level, so I don't get any physical prizes. That's true. Wait, I think everyone gets the... Um, jar opener because that's like nothing no, it, that was to remind you that the, the drive was coming everyone gets the bonus episodes yes but the year after the first year you donate you just get a letter in the mail with some small thing that is not like a physical oh. reward huh. yeah it was just a it was just a plain white envelope you might have like thrown it in a corner or something are we like 
Are we blowing up Max Fun's spot right now? Is that supposed to be a secret that you only find out when you're a donor for more than a year? Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go on that website and make sure that my address is updated. Because I love getting oh. things in the mail. I just <laughs> yeah, got oh, yeah. somewhere else. I just got an exercise bike in the mail. Amazon will just send you anything with free shipping. This is like a 40-pound package, and they're just like, yeah, free two-day shipping. But you did pay for the bike, right? Yes, but it was also okay. like half price. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you weren't on some kind of weird Chinese smuggling ring. <laughs> oh, no, I do that also. Okay, cool. That's different. You just have to bike a little bit every day and power up this battery, and then you send it back to the manufacturers. There's nothing <laughs> weird about this at all. Yeah, no, yeah. it's totally normal and real. <laughs> and you have to film yourself doing it in just a tube top and then put it on a website for them to see. And you have yep. to wrap the tube top in a <laughs> Ziploc bag and send that back to them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I think you may be part of some kind of weird human trafficking. Oh, no, I am. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm under uh I'm absolutely not under any any illusions about that. But free bike, so I guess you come out yeah. ahead on this one. Oh no, I can get my body so in shape and good. You know what? Like I, that's not totally crazy. Like I, for a free <laughs> exercise bike, I might consider filming myself riding it to send to Chinese businessmen. Yeah, you know what? There's uh there's not enough um gross sex work that involves uh, <laughs> dudes, so I think dudes are always more willing. So yeah, we found true. your level then, I guess. <laughs> A free exercise bike is all you need. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to... I'm willing to be a, a certain type of prostitute for a free exercise bike, I guess is what I'm saying. A cam boy, hmm. I guess is what you would be. <laughs> I guess so. Is that a thing? Oh, my God, it certainly is. Oh, man, I hope we get r slash cam boy this week. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But that could be anything. That could be people who are fans of Kirk Cameron. <laughs> people who oh, misspelled no. Game Boy. <laughs> oh man, I'm a you know I really love growing, growing pains. I guess you could call me a cam boy. <laughs> uh, all these cam boys and girls. I'm a new I'm a new Earth creationist, so I guess you could say that I'm a bit of a cam boy. <laughs> oh no, is he one of those like the Earth is six thousand years old because that's what the Bible says? Things I yeah I know for certain he the made a bunch thing? of videos where he said that God has to have created and evolution is fake because bananas exist. Yeah, he's really into nanners and how they make sense. Dude, that dude loves bananas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that weird Australian guy he's with. Yeah, I kind of like it it feels like that Australian guy is sort of pulling the strings, but mm-hmm. it's hard to see an Australian person as being diabolical. I don't know why. He just seems sort of goofy. Is that racist? Probably. I mean, is he white? Yes, but he's no, still Australian. That's is Australian a, a race? I don't think so. Okay. I think they count as white. Okay. So I can be hateful towards them? Yeah. <laughs> is it hateful to say that they're, that a group of people are chronically non-threatening? I think it kind of is, because it's a dismissal of them. But for uh, Australians, I think that's fine. Okay. I think that if you were talking about Canadians, they'd be like, yes, that's true. But Australians would be like, no, we're tough. Oi, crikey. They'd be like, that's not a knife. This is offensive. <laughs> they send you knives in the mail to show how offensive they're being. <laughs> this is a knife, and it's got, like, ransom cutout letters on it. 
And then when we do live shows, they will show that they're fans by throwing knives at us on stage. Oh, man, that would be great. Then we'd have to do the show from behind glass or chicken wire. Yes. (laughs) All right. Mental note to not go on tour in Australia. I'd do it. I'd do it with a riot shield. You're really uh, revealing the absolute minimum amount you'll do terrible things for today. Yes. Uh, for a free trip to Australia, you could. I would let people throw knives at me while I <laughs> shield in front of myself. Would you? <laughs> Who wouldn't, really? He'd be I on his two-top bicycle at the I same time. I would let people throw knives at me for a trip to Australia. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, Matt's a real go-getter. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hit the random button. I think it's time. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but I really hurt myself. Hooray! (laughs) thought about it all at once. I'm so happy about this subreddit. Well, don't keep us in suspense. Come on. Oh, man. So we get to talk about reddit.com slash r slash superman. No. Oh man, this it, is appropriately timed since this Superman movie is coming out in like two weeks. Oh yeah, this episode will be coming out like the week before before Clark Superman versus Bruce Batman. Yeah, so I guess we can really prep the audience for uh, seeing that movie by giving them a lot of background about the character and about this conflict as it has been depicted in a lot of different comics and World's Finest and stuff like that. So I guess we should turn to our expert. Louisa, do you want to kick that off? <laughs> I do. I was going to read the sidebar, and hey, guess what? There is no sidebar. I guess they've it's just entirely that just recommended reading. Is fully, uh, fully up to date on it, all things Superman. But I do like that the people associated are super fans, and this place is called the Fortress of Solitude. That's cute. Yeah. It, it really has like an old golden age Superman feel to it. That the idea of them calling themselves super fans, like the super friends kind of thing. Oh, it's yep. so dorky. I love it. Yep. So the the two pinned posts are an official discussion thread for the newest episode of Supergirl, which this subreddit must be so psyched about because it's been a while since Superman was on TV. Uh, and I guess he's not in this show either, but you know, close enough. Well, and when Supergirl first came out, I remember Louisa and I were very mystified that in the first episode, they never said the word Superman (laughs) once. Yeah, it seemed like some weird rights issue, like they weren't allowed to say Superman. But by the second episode, they kept saying it like too much, like to prove (laughs) that they can say it now. Superman, my cousin Superman. (laughs) They would still occasionally be like, uh, you know, my cousin, the big guy, you know, the big guy. The blue guy? The one who wears the outfit like me. But I'm not going to say his name. It makes it sound like Superman has some kind of thyroid problem. Yeah. (laughs) I think that they, because they did that in the first episode, they didn't want it to seem weird and out of place, so they just kept doing it. You know, my cousin, the hideously grotesque giant. (laughs) You know, that guy who has who is the size of the entire city of Metropolis. (laughs) You know, my giant disabled cousin. Please do not mention the Hulk. You know, my cousin Galactus. I guess. (laughs) Oh man, that would be really. I would love to watch a TV show about Galactus's uh, teen girl (laughs) cousin. She only just eats normal. some. Thi- Wait, does Galactus eat things? I'm out of my depth here. He, yeah, eats, he planets. eats planets. He's a okay. giant so purple she just spandex eats small man. Things. 
She eats just meteorites. Yeah. Like, she just has <laughs> tiny spheres of, of matter that she eats for lunch every day. She has to break into the uh, Smithsonian and eat their <laughs> precious uh, <laughs> moon rocks that they brought back. Yeah. I hate to disappoint you with show. reality, but I think Galactus's daughter is this concept, and her name is oh. Galacta. Ugh. <laughs> Okay, well then, instead of that being a great idea, it's a stupid idea, and I hate it. Is that one of the internet rules? Is there an internet rule that whatever thing you're going to say, you're going to say to make fun of comic books, has already been legitimately written down by somebody? That's Poe's Law. Because that's bullshit. Poe's Law states that uh, any uh, satire of uh, conservative viewpoints uh, is indistinguishable from the real thing, no matter how extreme. Nevermore. I guess that kind of applies. <laughs> right, guys? Poe? Nevermore? Oh. Like, yeah, no, I didn't get why you said that, because I, I'm i not good at book learning. <laughs> Montresor and the Casca Amontillado, etc. I really yes. like looking at pictures of Henry Cavill as Superman because he is very Superman-looking, although the movies he's in as Superman are, well, one of them's bad and the other one's not out yet but does not look good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Did you guys see him in anything else? I saw him on the Tudors and he did a great job, but I haven't seen him in anything else except Superman. He's really not good as Clark Kent, unfortunately. No. Well, we didn't get to we didn't get to see him play, like... Clark Kent air quotes like with the yeah. glasses. I know that, but like part of my vision of Clark Kent the I in the first in the Man of Steel movie, he he goes to work on an oil rig. He's like a rugged mountain man. Yeah. And I like Clark Kent by necessity should be a Dorcas and or a Malorcus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like <in> bio sheet. <laughs> he's yeah. supposed to be all shucks sexy, not like beard and like loner sexy he's supposed to be like supposed to be sexy at all well yes yes. please tell me more about how sexy Clark Kent is supposed to be okay he's the like perfect specimen of man and he's like all big and muscly so obviously it's gonna happen where women are gonna be like "Ooh, let me get a piece of that hold Uh, on being all big and muscly that sounds more like a man's idea of the perfect man Okay, yes, because he was created and written by boys entirely throughout yeah, history. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I think he's probably a man's idea of what a woman's idea of a yes. perfect man is. Exactly. Would be. That's probably true. <laughs> but his his appeal is because he you could just like he grew up on a farm and he just like fixed tractors all day. He's that kind of like dude. He's not a he's not a rugged loner like, uh, what do I do with all this power? I'm so tortured. Yeah, like the first fifteen to twenty minutes of Man of Steel could have been an origin story for Wolverine. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't understand how you could like, if you're making your Superman movie and the character it reminds me of Wolverine at all, you've done something terribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be like goofily optimistic to the point where you're like mm, aw, you're a little naive but like he's not he's just better than us well i've always really liked superman because the idea of superman is that he is like this huge optimist this very positive guy that for a normal person to feel that way and be that moral all the time would be 
untenable. Yeah. And the only reason that he can make it work is because he's fucking Superman. So, like, he's like, oh, I trust that the criminals will put down their guns if I just ask them. Because if they shoot him, if they, they don't do that, it doesn't matter anyway. So he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's so always. So I guess like, what we're saying is that Lois and Clark was the truest representation of Superman. You know what? <laughs> I think Dean Cain was a great Superman. He was a great Superman and a great Clark Kent. Yes. It's there's an issue with Superman where the people making the movies are like, no, no, no. Audiences don't want positivity. They want grittiness. They want blood they want an r-rated version of movie where batman and superman punch each other yeah yeah the really brave slash interesting thing to do with a superman movie at this point would be to make him a huge counterpoint to all of the gritty superhero stuff that's coming out now and have it be a movie where it is gritty realism except for superman who is like very positive and like just generally a good guy like make him the big blue boy scout like they refer to him exactly. in the comics all the time kinda, and then that way they whenever kind of it... did that with the first um captain america movie didn't they yeah a little bit but even that like then we saw the tortured side of him and like oh he's sad because he wants to be in love with this lady and then he can't like I don't want any of that in my <laughs> Superman movie. I want Superman to be, like, just hanging out and, like, everyone is awful in his city except for him. But he's just like, you guys calm down and, like, pick people up and just have, a like, a discussion with them about how they should be better people. I really want him to be a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a really great comic from, like, 1997. Uh, and it's exactly what you're describing. Like, a new superhero team rolls up in town and they're a wild parody of those like uh late 90s uh we're we're basically Batman and Superman but we kill people we're tortured right. and like oh, they like show Captain Transylvania that kind of superhero <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 a lot like popular superhero <laughs> Captain Transylvania yes. uh and he they roll up and everyone's like they're much better why do we need superman around so superman like demonstrates why by faking like himself going rogue and killing all of them and at the end he's like i didn't actually kill any of you i just wanted to show you that it would be terrible if i did because that's not the point of who i am uh i don't know that seems kind of like superman being a dick to people who are trying to help and i don't know that i love that (laughs) well they weren't really trying to help they were just like murdering criminals and stuff yeah i just i think that you could do that better by just having superman be like yeah, can I join your team? And then just, like, riding around with them and then not doing anything until, like, oh, okay, no, you can't kill that guy. Like, that would be more fun for me, I think. Yeah, Superman just, like, hanging out with uh, with regular, like, criminals and stuff. Just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> he just records all the things that they do and puts it on YouTube. Yeah, well, and and what's great about that is when you see those kinds of things, like, I always thought the animated series Superman was really good, Yeah. and part of it is because he's very positive, he's very happy, he's, like, a super nice guy to people all the time, even criminals, and then when, like, Darkseid appears and there's no good part of Darkseid, you see him get angry for the first time, and then you have that moment of, like, oh, fuck, this guy is, like, if if he doesn't see positivity in you, then you are fucked forever. And, like, even at the end of the whole Dark Side story arc, he's like, I don't want to kill him because I still think he can be redeemed. Like, they encounter Doomsday in the cartoon, and Doomsday is just like, 
a clone who only wants to kill Superman. He's totally brainwashed. And they, like, fight him to a standstill. And they're like, all right, we have to send you to the Phantom Zone. And Doomsday's like, you should kill me because I'm going to just, like, get out and fight you because that's all I do. And Superman's like, no, I can't do that. Like, I have to believe there's hope that you can be good. And I, I just... Man of Steel had none of that hope. It, it like Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was the dad, right? Yes. And he's just like, <laughs> no, no, Superman. You should have just let all of Kevin Costner's like Superman. You should have let all of those children die so that no one knows you have superpowers. Oh, oh, wait, Jeff. I j- sorry, I looked it up. Uh, Kevin Costner was the pa. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Superman's pa, Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Pa, jo- pa Kent, Jonathan Kent. And See, Marth- Martha Kent, is that? I'm glad you said Jonathan, because literally every time anyone mentions Ma and Pa Kent, the first thing I think is, hey, what was Pa Kent's first name? And then that's all I can think about for like <laughs> half an hour, because I never remember. It's Clark Jr. What it's was really his mother's person. name? Mabel? Martha, like I think, right? I was pretty close. Well, that's No, that's Batman's <laughs> mom's name. Yeah. Do they have the same mom uh, name? They Maybe. Do they have the same mom there weren't that many names in the 50s. <laughs> Maybe that's going to be the denouement of this movie. They're going to be fighting, and then they're going to bond over their mom name. Like, oh, oh, your mom's name is Martha. My mom's name yeah. is Martha. Crazy. There's going to be a super dramatic scene where, like, Superman is killing Batman because, of course, <laughs> that's what would happen. And then Batman's like, I can't do this. I can't dis- disappoint Thomas and Martha. And then Superman's going to be like, Martha, do you know my mom? And then they'll have a moment. <laughs> And I think my dad's name was Thomas, too. Oh, wait, no. What was it? And then he spends I half an hour it. trying to remember. <laughs> he goes back and he pulls out, like, 700 comic books. And he's like, fuck, I have to go through all this back catalog to understand anything that's oh, happening Oh, no, right I had now. a mullet in the 90s. How did this happen? <laughs> oh, man, it, the ponytail was the worst. <laughs> Fucking why did they have a ponytail on him? Oh. <sighs> Yeah, even Electric Blue was better than Ponytail and Mullet. Yeah, I was going to say, can you imagine if he split into two halves, the Ponytail half and the Mullet half? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, luckily none of that's canon anymore. (laughs) And the the Mullet half would start his own country music career, and then the the Ponytail one would be a rocker, and then you'd find out that Chris Gaines actually is Superman. (laughs) And he never wears shoes because he's been dead the whole time. (laughs) What? Hold on. (laughs) Where there was one set of footprints on the country music stage, that's where Superman turned into Chris Gaines, I guess. Well, Superman was flying, so that's not applicable. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, he is a good Jesus metaphor, though. Wait, but can can Chris Gaines fly? I guess as long as no one's watching. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Yeah, he's he's, he's like Kel in Mystery Men. No? Nobody? Yeah, no, I get it. I just don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New Batman versus Superman Amazon Echo skill is sitting here on what? What what will it do? You have an Echo, can't you ask? Yeah, I could do that right now. Do you want to hear it? (laughs) Oh, what is it? I don't even know what anything you're saying means. (laughs) Hold on, let me turn the volume up so that we can hear it. Alexa, turn volume to maximum. Is Alexa Jeff's mom's name? No, Alexa <laughs> is Jeff's the thingy. Jeff's mom's name is Martha, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, that's not true. All right. Wait, you know Superman's mom? <laughs> yes. Uh, Did anything happen? No, the battery's dead, I guess. Uh, okay. Alexa this turned is... herself off rather than answer your question. <laughs> Alexa, Guys, set this is amazingly 10. good podcasting. 
Okay. This is right. really exciting for our audience. So let's see. I can tell it to open the Wayne investigation or tell me a fact about Batman v Superman. Which one do we want? A uh, fact about Batman and Superman. Yes. Alexa, tell me a fact about Batman v Superman. Kryptonite, the substance that weakens Superman, appeared in the radio show six years before it ever appeared in the comic books. Huh, I legitimately didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I think I knew about that. I think he started flying first in the radio show also. I remember reading a comic book from the 50s where there was a guy whose voice vibrated at the same frequency as Kryptonite so he could talk <laughs> Superman into doing anything. That's awesome. That's a good idea. No, that is not awesome. That's the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, I like What it. does that mean? <laughs> no, How I... Does fre- how do frequencies of vibration translate into radiation? That doesn't make any sense. I love it because of how it doesn't make any sense, because they were doing a lot of LSD and weren't allowed to have violence in their comics. Yes. So, like, they were doing nothing but weird, stupid stuff like that. Radiation? Radio waves? Think about it. Mm, but radio waves aren't the same thing as sound waves. Uh, I told you to think about it, not to think that hard about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I wonder what the all-time top-rated post on r slash Superman is. I I'm do. looking at it now. Yes. It's like a picture series that's making a joke about the fact that the S doesn't stand for Superman. It stands for hope. Yeah, it says, what does the S stand for? r slash funny. Is it really r slash funny? It's not. No. Uh, and what's this? The second one looks like it might be funnier. It looks like it's people dressed as Superman. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's some action figures getting a pair of uh, Superman <laughs> underwear for Henry Cavill's action good. figure. I do like oh, that. That's pretty cute. Yeah, this is another thing that I think the people who are making the new Superman movies don't understand that. Like, because they were all like, we're not going to do the red underwear on the outside because that's stupid. Superman can get away with being stupid because he can punch the entire Earth out of reality. (laughs) And that's part of... I always kind of saw it as he wears the dumbest outfit he can think of because he is defying everyone in the world to challenge him on it. Yeah, it's a really weird... It is a weird anachronism, but it's also just like... That's how he dresses. Like, back in the 30s when he was made, it, it evoked uh, circus strongman. But we don't have circuses or strong people anymore, so <laughs> I, no one gets it. <laughs> I kind of like that it's so noticeable from a distance. Like, uh, construction workers have to wear, like, the neon yellow vest so people can always spot them. I feel <laughs> you like can Superman, tell a superhero by the underpants. Yeah, Superman doesn't need to dress in a way that, like... <laughs> insulates his pride or anything so he can dress in a way that when you see him you're like there's superman i need help i'm gonna run towards that yeah that would be an interesting way to tell a superman origin story to have a part where like he starts out dressing all in black and like hiding from people but then a bunch of people get hurt because they don't know that he's superman and so they start like doing things that end up just hurting themselves so then he's like i need to figure out a way to advertise that i am super dangerous as soon as i arrive and that's how he comes up with a ridiculous outfit yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'm looking at the message board and at the end of some of these people's names i guess there's a little s but some of them are different does anyone know why that is that's called flare you can get that on different subreddits for being like a special poster or like really good yeah and they're all different eras of the superman logo so there's like the silver age one and there's the world's finest one and then there's the movie one i guess there's there's a a new batman superman one 
Because yeah. I see one that's yellow with like a Batman. Oh yeah, yeah that's the that. world's finest. That's nice. the world's finest one. And then there's a LexCorp logo, which is kind of awesome. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Did the you see this one's Bizarro? Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There's also another post that I really liked. It's a GIF, the BVS uh, Man of Steel side by side comparison. It's What's a BVS uh, Batman, oh, Batman versus Batman. Superman, yes. the movie we've Got been it. talking about for 25 minutes. Well, why would I think of it as BVS? <laughs> That's stupid. Well, yes, it's a very stupid name for a movie. Batman yes. v Superman colon the, Dawn of Justice. The comic series is already called World's Finest, and that is an awesome name for a movie. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Because they wanted to advertise the oh, your the heroes are going to fight in this one. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You know, it's call it call it World's Finest colon Batman versus Superman. You dumb shit. Yeah, that's a real. That's actually a really great name for a movie. It is. What the fuck? Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to start writing angrily on this board, Matt. You need yeah. to not be yelling at us about this anymore. <laughs> There's yeah. a Supergirl episode coming out at the end of this month that The Flash is on, and I'm pretty sure the title of it is World's Finest. But that won't involve either Batman nope. or Superman. That also is stupid. Those TV shows are already better than these movies, is what I'm saying, because they're <laughs> joyful and use the That's better true. names. <laughs> yeah, I'm really upset about the fact that in this upcoming Justice League movie, they're not going to have, uh, what's his name from Grant the Flash Gustin. TV series, playing the Flash, because he does a pretty good job of having that whimsy and also a little bit of that like high school drama sadness yeah. that yeah. you want out of the Flash. He does. He is very good at being goofy. And then when he cries, I cry every time. Yeah, it's really it's upsetting. It's a show, but I always cry if he's crying. Ugh. Yeah. I guess it makes sense that they would want to separate the continuities, but also, eh, I don't. They don't have to. Like, I don't care about whatever Ezra Miller. I think is the the teen yeah. heartthrob playing the Flash. I guess what I'm saying is that Grant Gustin is better than Ezra. Oh, oh no! Uh, mic drop. I'm <laughs> dropping my microphone on the ground. That's now. that's good because then you can't talk into it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You want to, let's get another let's get another fact from Amazon. Yeah. Hey hey just mom, can you tell us another <laughs> thing about Superman? Oh uh, man, if I had my speakers on that would work cuz when I'm watching Hulu and there's an ad for this, it activates it and it's like I'm sorry oh, I didn't no. I didn't hear what you said, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> who's usually the one doing it. Yeah, there's that 30 Rock episode where they specifically talk about how bad of an idea that would be. <laughs> well, it's uh, there were Xbox commercials with uh, Aaron Paul, and he would tell the Xbox Connect to do things, and people were having a problem because it kept turning their Xboxes on or off, or whatever he said. <laughs> Alexa, tell me a fact about Batman v Superman. Wonder Woman's indestructible bracelets are made from Amazonium. I think I should be made of Amazonium as well. Uh, hey, hey, leave the comedy to us, Alexa. Thank you very goddamn much. R slash funny. Amazonium? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I hope they don't talk about that in this dumb movie that I'm probably going to wait to see on HBO. 
I'm gonna go see it in the theater because that's who I am. And I'm <laughs> you do like bad superhero person. movies. I love bad superhero <laughs> movies, and it's gonna be terrible. I have Man of Steel on Blu-ray that I'm going to watch before I go see this in theaters. That's how much I love bad movies. So in the ads for this movie, all I see is anger, and then sometimes there's Jesse Eisenberg goofing it up. Like that's gonna be good. And then also in the latest one, I saw, I think, a clip of uh, Clark and Lois maybe having sex in a bathtub. Ew, what? Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, no. So oh, what no. is the tone of this movie? <laughs> uh, the tone is the Watchmen movie. It's the same tone as the Watchmen movie. Oh, God. Superman can't have sex with anyone. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> what? They have kids in the comic books. Yeah, I know, but they didn't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> what about in Superman 2, that movie everyone loves? Yeah, that movie is also not very good. Well, that's mostly it's due fine. to it being from the 70s, not because it was like was made it, poorly. Didn't he have sex with her because when he had his powers drained by the Fortress of Solitude because his dad had sent a crystal back in time to save him from the the uh, people that he released from the Phantom Zone? Yeah, yeah sure. I think you might have a gas leak in your room because <laughs> you're not making sense anymore. <laughs> I legitimately think that that's the plot of Superman 2. Yeah, that makes sense <laughs> to me. I, I don't think I've seen that whole movie. Actually, I think he takes them to his Fortress of Solitude and then like the booth that he can use to remove his powers so that uh, he can marry Lois. He uses it and pretends to lose his powers and then he throws his S emblem at people to kill them. That is a weird movie. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like a uh, not a comedy until they fired the director like eighty percent of the way through, and then we're like, uh, let's film a scene where Zod's friend slips on a banana. Is is the third one the one that was directed by that guy who did the Beatles movies? I don't know. That it's the one where Brainiac's the bad guy and Richard Pryor is there. Yeah, and he skis off the top of a of a uh, office building. Oh, boy. oh man, I saw that one when I was a kid. I don't know, uh, under ten years old, I think. And the woman who gets taken Eaten over by, by a computer? That computer scared the shit out of me for years. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, that is man. a terrifying scene. <laughs> but then you watch it as an adult, and you <laughs> it's like not only, it's not even laughably bad it's you, you don't want to be in the same room as it's playing it's so bad <laughs> yeah but okay so do you guys think that this movie will have any redeeming qualities yes i think that it will be fun to watch in the same way that man of steel is fun to watch uh but it will not be representative of the characters or uh have a good story all right and now for counterpoint louisa I think Ben Affleck is going to come out of this looking better than people thought he would be in the movie, and Henry Cable is going to come out looking a lot worse, which is a shame. I'm psyched for Ben Affleck as Batman. I really hope that they do what they're rumored to be doing and let him uh, direct and star in a Batman movie. Yeah, I never thought he was a bad choice for Batman, to be honest. I mean, he's he's handsome. He's a pretty good actor. He's made, like, four... He's directed, like, four movies that people really, really like. I haven't seen any of them, but... I don't know. Well, and they did... (laughs) They did a thing that was smart, which was they took it from the comics where if you're going to have a matchup between Superman and Batman where there's even a chance that Batman could win, you need to make it an older, more experienced Batman who's, like, seen some shit. Because if you have it be young Bruce Wayne versus young Clark Kent, like, Bruce Wayne has no edge over over Superman in that. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't... He basically, like... 
the issue is they're drawing from Dark Knight Returns, and the whole point of him doing that was he intentionally set it up to be like a fight he would lose. Right, so that he could trick Superman and then grab him with that electro gauntlet thing. Yeah, and then like fake his death. Yeah, I mean he knew he was going to die to do it, yeah. but he was sacrificed. And I'm I'm sure if there's any competency at all in this movie, they're going to have that be part of it where he's like, "Well, I'm older now and I know that I'm not going to survive this fight, but I can I think I can still win this fight." Yeah, uh, maybe. I, you can't you can't go up against a guy that you saw literally punch the sky apart without being like this is probably not going to go well for me ultimately. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe that's why Jeremy Irons is so mad at him before he gets in the robot. Jer- Jeremy Irons as Alfred is a really weird casting that I like. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know that I like that. He's, he's too, too threatening. Yeah, he's yeah. too sinister. <laughs> yeah. And unless he's going to be the bad guy, that oh, was that would be great. Wasn't that one of the plots of um, the the farewell to a friend when Batman died? Was that the, what that was called? Thank you for being a friend. One of the <laughs> one of the alternate it was whatever happened to the Cape Crusader, and one of the oh, alternate yes. stories was uh, Alfred like pretending to be the Joker to give Batman yeah. the motivation. I oh, loved sad. that story. The idea <laughs> that like Bruce Wayne went insane when his parents died, so then Alfred just dressed up as a bunch of different villains to keep him occupied. That was really kind of cute and sad. Yeah, it was. Very it's depressing. very. It's very Silver Age. Yeah, which I think Alfred used to kind of play jokes and stuff on them back in like the fifties. I feel like he was a real prankster. I'm sure in the Adam West series was that was Alfred in the Adam West series? I think so. Okay, then I'm sure he did stupid jokes all the time. You don't have a British person on television in that <laughs> era and not have constant jokes at their expense. Yes, that's true. He probably got flustered and his uh, bow tie flew in a circle and his monocle fell out of his eye. He walks in to see Bruce Wayne rubbing bat cream on Robin's <laughs> thighs, and then his bow tie spins around. And he goes, well, I never! Yes, and then storms out. Because <laughs> he's what really angry about Why is, this, why is, why is he, he suddenly a character in a Marx Brothers movie? <laughs> well, that was pretty much what that... TV series was though, wasn't it? I yeah, so. I guess people were always the... doing heists. Weren't, isn't that also what was always happening in Marx Brothers movies? Someone was going to steal a famous diamond. <laughs> a famous <laughs> diamond, you know? Yeah, you know, a diamond that was Times Person of the Year in 1947. <laughs> no, shut up. There are famous diamonds. <laughs> yeah, that diamond st- that, that, that diamond that started Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Name three famous diamonds, Louisa, go. The Hope Diamond. The, the Pink Star Panther. Of India, and uh, the... Uh, that's a gin. I think that's a kind of gin. And the Pink Panther. <laughs> yes. Wait, a gin like a genie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you know its name, then you get three wishes. <laughs> Cause... Hey, hey, Alexa, can you tell me three famous diamonds? Oh, wait, I could try that. Let's see. Alexa. Oh, is that a real thing? Tell I was me three famous diamonds. Sorry, I don't have the answer to that question. Boo! Oh, looks like Louisa's wrong and stupid. Yeah, no, I there's mean, not. <laughs> the Hope Diamond and the Star of India are real ones. And the Pink Panther. And the Heart of the Sea, is that the one from the Titanic? That yeah, was but a I think sapphire, that's a sapphire. Uh, same thing. 
Yeah, they're all gone. It's a shiny oh, rock for girls. Was the Star of India a diamond? <laughs> I have to look that up now. <laughs> I think it's an Indian restaurant. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I mean, there are lots of them called that. We talked an awful lot about the movie Batman versus Superman, but... Do you guys like Superman as a character? I really think he's, like, one of the best characters in comic books, but a lot of people seem to dislike him. I'm literally wearing a Superman shirt right now. I like Superman (laughs) better than Batman. I, yeah. Oh, no, it was a sapphire. Fuck. Yeah. Now he's stupid. Still you. Still you. (laughs) Suck it. We win. I I don't like how stacked this was against me. I don't hear anyone well, else coming up with any ideas. You shouldn't you shouldn't have stated an opinion if you didn't want us to mock it. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess it is my fault. Yes. It usually is. <laughs> what yeah. was it? someone talking about something? Superman shirts? You, Louisa. Yep. As as a comic book outsider, if you don't mind me saying this about you. <laughs> I'm offended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now go um, on. Do you like the character of Superman? Are you done with it? What What do you feel about that as a character? I think he has potential, but the trouble is, with the character of Superman, you're always working against the fact that they gave him way too many powers. Mm. They gave him every possible power. Like, I remember watching the, um, the Brandon Routh Superman. Yes. What, which movie? What was that movie called? Superman Returns. Okay. And that's the first Superman thing I'd probably seen since Lois and Clark. So in that movie, near the beginning, he, like, he's trying to open a bank vault or something. And he's using his laser eyes. And I'm like, oh, right, laser eyes. And then it gets (laughs) too hot or whatever. And then he uses his frost breath. And I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot how many (laughs) dumb powers they gave him. It was like every power. So, okay. So (laughs) now we're going to go around the table and all real quick. If you had to write... A, a story about Superman and make it interesting, but you had to stay true to the canon of all his powers. How would you do it? Jeff, why don't you start since I'm sure you've put a lot of thought into this already. Okay, since my hope is to one day get paid money to write Superman stories. Uh, yes, I, by the way, people at DC Comics, Jeff and I are available to write comics for you. Yes. Just <laughs> let us know. For sure, uh, Marvel or Dark Horse or uh, Dynamite, anyone. I'll write some But Deja. especially DC. <laughs> Yeah, especially Jeff, DC. Especially The Flash, while we're, while we're making a wish list. <laughs> but I don't care. I'll write Vampirella or Deja Thoris, whatever. Oh, man, I kind of could get into writing some Vampirella. Listen, just, like... we will write Captain Transylvania comics, but we need to have full <laughs> rights to that character. We are not going to be giving up on that. TMG yeah, that copyright. We're, we're starting our own publishing house <laughs> to make Captain Transylvania, but that's a whole other conversation. Oh, send, okay. us, anyway, send Jeff- us fan art of Captain Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think that a Superman story where the way he beats the bad guys by punching them is a bad Superman story. If I was going to write a Superman story, the first hurdle I have is the best Superman story has already been written. It's called All-Star Superman. Go buy it and read it. Uh, So I would have to do something different. And I think I would want to do a story where Superman runs for political office. Ooh, that's fun. I think that President Superman would be an interesting one because he would be so... It would kind of be like like, uh, a little like the Bernie Sanders campaign where, like, he clearly doesn't want to be doing it, but so many people want him to that he's just like, okay, I guess I'll do this since there's no better option. 
Yeah, and then you could have a bunch of stuff where it's like he's so busy running for office that he's not saving the world as much as he used to, and then people are like, "Boo, Superman!" He's yeah. like, "But you wanted me to run, like." I, <laughs> yeah, and then he, he he would have to balance the thought between like I can do so much good as a smart, caring person in office, but I have to give up doing so much good as Superman. Yes. Anyway, what's uh, what's your what's your idea? For me, yeah. Uh, well, going back to what we were talking about earlier, I think it would be fun and interesting to do a Superman comic where there's a like a group of young up and coming superheroes who sort of look up to Superman, uh, and he comes in and joins their group and just hangs out with them for a while, <laughs> and like doesn't do anything until things get bad, but like make sure no one ever gets hurt, but otherwise just sort of sits in the background and then like. You can have a whole series of that, and it goes on for a while, and eventually people are like, Superman, you could just fix this problem. Why don't you just fix this problem? And eventually, like, he sort of comes out as being a mentor character and about how he wants to help other people to help themselves instead of just, like, solving everything for people all the time. I think that would be fun. So this is actually your pitch for a Teen Titans comic where Superman just hangs out with them. Yeah, or maybe even, like, like superheroes who aren't even as good as the Teen Titans. Like, a real C-tier DC comic series. Yeah, like, what are, they, what are they called? The, like, Justice... It's the Justice Society's kids. Young Justice? Inf- Is that in- them? Infinity Inc. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Or, or even, like... Like, just people who are superheroes, but just not very popular or interesting. Like, yeah. Mr. Terrific and, like, Captain Atom and stuff like that. <laughs> I like it. Infinity Inc. is a pretty good name for a tattoo parlor. Oh, yes. man, that would be... I bet there's got to be one by that name. <laughs> there must be. It's They've got to be, like, in Dorktown, USA somewhere. Yeah. Like, they sell comics and do tattoos. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Louisa, All right, Louisa. Yeah, what's well, your Superman if, story? I think yeah. a good one would be... Um, one where he su- kisses Lois Lane... <laughs> <laughs> and they have sex in a bathtub. And he takes his shirt off and mugs for the camera. <laughs> he kisses Lois Lane so hard that her head explodes. No, shut up. <laughs> and then he comes to Delaware and marries me. <laughs> Thank you. I've been Mary Sue. <laughs> so we, so we can uh, we can hone down that description earlier of Superman being man a man's idea of what a woman's ideal man would be <laughs> yeah. to being Jeff's idea exactly. of what Louisa's ideal man would be. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Uh, okay, nope. So my idea is that. Uh, you treat it like one of the uh, parables of a hero who it's his own hubris that brings him down. Like, that's the story. Mm-hmm. So Superman always wants to do what's right, and he thinks he's doing what's right. So what if he thinks he's helping someone? That's the start of the story. But then it turns out he made things worse. And he has to sort of go through the idea that maybe he doesn't always know what's best for people all the time. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think, I think that, that they've done story. things like that, but... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's a good idea, because you need... There needs to be some kind of conflict, and he needs to have weakness in some way. Yeah. But I, I think that you, if you made that the focus, because Superman doesn't often deal with moral gray areas, because he doesn't have to. Yeah. And I think if you could write something that really forces him to be like, well, neither of these options is perfect. Yeah. You know? Have Superman resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? Like, really get into the shit. 
Yeah, I think that would be really. There was uh, in the seventies a Green Arrow, Green Lantern uh, comic, and it got really social. And uh, someone comes up to Green Lantern on the street and is like, "Hey, I know you're always out in space helping the Yellow Man and the Purple Man, but the Black Man is right here suffering in America, and you're not doing anything about it." And I think that? applying that, applying that kind of like Superman, you're not doing anything to solve uh, smaller scale social problems, but no, you could. No, see, in well, that's a good idea too. But in my story, it has to be his own actions. Oh, that I cause see. a problem. So yeah. Superman does something racist. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean <laughs> that he thinks he's helped in some way, but uh... S- Superman fails to check his privilege. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the title of the comic. Yay, it's perfect. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, earlier when you said that that Green Lantern and Green Arrow comic got really social, were you using social in the way that people talk about social diseases? Oh with, yeah, uh, it's like, about Green Arrow and Green Lantern just going to the bone zone all across just like America, fucking hardcore <laughs> in every page. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a road trip. It's a road trip comedy where they just uh, go to small towns and impregnate the women with young superheroes and then leave. Oh, I thought they would be fucking each other. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, no, it was the 70s. <laughs> and um. when Matt said on every page, I then imagine them having sex <laughs> in an alley, and that guy comes up and is like, hey, what about the black social issues <laughs> while they're having sex? Uh, I'm in the middle of something here, citizen. <laughs> So to our one listener that just discovered that that's your fetish, I guess you're welcome. Oh, man. You're welcome, and congratulations. All right. Okay, now, I think now we've finished with this message board. Yes. Um, Okay, so uh, if you guys like this show, please remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. And uh, follow us on Twitter, at Seeing Reddit. Uh, you can find out a bunch of stuff about us at weaponizedlanguage.com. Uh, and if you want to follow us individually, my, my Twitter name is Kamikaze Pilot. I'm, at, uh, I'm J3FK on Twitter. Weaponizedlanguage.com is my website. You can go listen to my other podcast, Creepy Podsta. And I believe the Thursday after this episode comes out, uh, I'll be putting up our first ever on location Creepy Podsta, where Ooh. me and previous guest on that show, Phil Corso, went to the gates of hell. Uh, so keep a keep an eye out for that. Would you not back down in that episode? <laughs> I assume. Were you what? standing up at the time you were recording? I don't understand. <laughs> like two weeks ago, the song at the end of this podcast was uh, was not back. Don't back down by Tom Petty, where he stands up at the gates of hell. You no. know, what? maybe you should just listen to the older episodes of this podcast. Wait, then... is this a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, last time I said that anyone who tweeted about us using the hashtag seeing Reddit, I would thank them on Twitter. So, to me, <laughs> Matt Heron, thanks for tweeting about it, oh, did... and everyone else can suck a dick, I guess. Did we get no <laughs> tweets? I tweeted about it. Oh, I'm sad. I feel, bad. I feel bad because the account got a question about whether or not we, we had a show, subreddit. had its own subreddit. It doesn't. I didn't know the answer. <laughs> And I guess we've kind of left that one. So we I talked about, know. yeah, we talked about a hypothetical subreddit, but we never bothered to create it. Okay, you should you should respond to that person and tell them to that they should create it. Oh and yeah, Matt says you should suck a dick, and also they should <laughs> suck a dick, but like not okay. in an offensive way, just because he thinks you might enjoy it. <laughs> you got to try it. Yeah, you don't uh, know until you try. 
But in seriousness, the people who tweeted at seeing Reddit, uh, so thanks to Cassie and Chris, two of our biggest fans. Yay, oh, and uh, at Powder Milk is the one who sent the question about the subreddit. We'll get right on that Powder Milkman. Yeah, cool. And I like your avatar. It looks like the robot from the day the world, the Earth stood still. Gort. I never got to yeah. introduce myself. Or not introduce, oh, yeah. but finish up. So I'm <laughs> Louisa, and you can find me at Heronbird on Twitter. Cool. Uh, all right, guys. So um, please recommend this to your friends. It's really great that we're getting new listeners and we want to keep that ball rolling. So uh, let anyone who you think might find this funny for some reason, let them know that we're out here. And uh, we'll catch you next week for another trip into the Internet's message board on Seeing Reddit. Yay, thank you. Peace. help stop doing what you're doing to them they can't they they have no mouth even if they must scream they can't because they don't have a mouth but i downloaded this scream piano app from google play what please tell me more i'm sure that's a thing just a piano that makes nothing but screams oh that would be great to compose halloween songs (laughs) yeah Yeah, you just play scream notes instead of I'm oh. googling scream piano right now. I'm certain it's a thing. If it's not, get a get a fart piano instead. It's yeah. a lovely name for a rockabilly band. <laughs> scream piano. Yeah. It's uh, every time you say a name, it would be a good name for a certain genre of band. I just think I have to insert emo in front of the genre you're saying, because all of the names you come up with are the most emo thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't think that there's a such thing as an emo rockabilly band, but I'm not, not willing to place one. that bet. Yeah. Wait, is Heartbreak Hotel an emo rockabilly song? Would that count? I don't know. I don't know that song. It's the Elvis Presley song. Oh, no, he's just Rock or Billy. I don't hey, think he's you Rock can't, or Hey, you don't even know it. Don't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I think I think for it to be emo, though, he has to talk about, like, self-harm in some He does! Way. He's gonna kill himself. Oh, uh, yeah, but isn't that just... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. He lives I at Heartbreak so. Hotel. You can't be any more emo than that.